Hey, so what is going on everyone? It is me, Mr. Mario, and today we're going to be doing something a little bit different and we're hoping to continue with this a bit. Now, uh, this is going to probably go on for hopefully 30, 45 minutes or so, but before I completely go into this, I actually have someone with me, so uh, you want to introduce yourself, sir? Yeah, hey, what's going on, guys? This is uh, Dope's Owner 930 here. How are you all doing? I, let's hope they're doing well wherever they are. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Dope's Owner and I here, we have been talking about doing this for what? Has it been like the past like month or two now? Yeah, I'd say it's been about a month or two since we originally started kind of spitballing ideas about this whole thing. Yes, yes, and it's something we want to have fun with and everything, but uh, welcome to Mod Chat. And what is Mod Chat, you might be asking? Well, Mod Chat is essentially going to be a uh, type of podcast that we're going to be doing. Uh, we need to still set up, you know, where exactly we're going to be uploading all that. Of course, you know, we're going to be uploading here on YouTube. So if you are watching this as a video, you can go ahead and, you know, minimize it or go elsewhere because there's really nothing that's going to be on screen. Uh, but essentially, both Dopeser and I have come up, you know, through the, uh, the 360 modding scene originally. That's how we kind of built up our channels and all that. And we still cover mods and, you know, tech things here and there. And a lot of people want more modding things. So there's a lot of things, you know, we can either discuss, we can bounce ideas off of with each other. Uh, just talk about, you know... Uh, large variety of ideas so i was saying i was telling him before you know i kind of want to do this podcast i have this idea what do you think and he kind of seemed on for it so you know we're going to see how it goes and see if we can make this you know maybe an episode like at least like once a month or something like that yeah so hopefully you guys enjoy again we have been talking back and forth we've got a bunch of different ideas um, so we're hoping that we can make it as entertaining as possible because uh, you know again uh, you guys all really like the modding stuff and even though you know, basically right now there hasn't been too much crazy, crazy news things. Like you said, there's still a lot of different things that can be talked about. And, um, you know, we're hoping that you guys will enjoy hearing and maybe, I don't know, responding at least in the video, uh, you know, video comments or something like that. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into it then, Mr. Mario. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Now, I mean, first off, before we go into this, you know, for anybody who might be unfamiliar with either you or I, we can kind of do, you know, a little bit of a background here. Like, I myself, I've been on YouTube uh, really since the inception of it, but I started, you know, pumping out videos regularly summer of 2011, and that's when I kind of got started in the modding scene. I've always enjoyed doing tutorials, helping out, things like that, which I did on previous channels. Uh, but what ended up happening with the modding scene here was originally I came in and I started recording videos uh, because my coworker sold me a flashed Xbox 360. And I had to learn, you know, how to rip my games, how to patch them, all that stuff. And every single tutorial on YouTube uh, was outdated or they were scammy or they were fake or like just you, you would do it. Like if you follow that tutorial, your disc wouldn't work. So I had to, you know, stay up for a few late nights, you know, learn how to do all this and all that because it wasn't as easy to find this stuff, you know, even back in 2011, which is just, you know, four years ago. So what ended up happening was I kind of, you know, learned all this stuff, tried to break it down in a simple manner, and then I started making my tutorials showing how to, you know, rip, burn, patch your games, things like that. And then it went into, you know, flashing drives and, you know, eventually doing some hard mods, things like that. I I've learned a ton from this. And I know uh, Dope Sonar, he took on the, uh, the whole hard modding exploit much earlier than I did, but uh, what's your history on this site? Oh, basically, I it's funny, <clears throat> you started actually right around the same time as me. I started back in 2011, and uh, essentially what happened was I got my first flashed Xbox off of Craigslist, and I was fascinated with, uh, with X video game modding or Xbox modding, and so I started doing some research, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I started browsing forums and things like that. <clears throat> God, my throat. <clears> throat> Anyways, yeah, I started browsing forums and things like that, and I uh, I think what happened was I had someone with a Red Ring of Death Xbox, and 
they wanted to know how to fix it. So I started looking around online, looking on YouTube, and I saw all the towel tricks and all of the, like, <laughs> you know, shoving ear swabs of the fans to make it overheat. And in my mind, that just didn't seem right. I might not have been a rocket scientist, but it didn't seem like, you know, that made sense to me. So basically, I started doing some more digging online um, in the forums, and that's when I found things like the 12-volt fan mod, just different tips and tricks for fixing disk drives and whatnot. And the thing is, it wasn't that the information wasn't accessible. It just wasn't readily accessible. And in my mind, I started thinking, you know, hey, I spent a couple hours digging around through these forums. Why not make it easier on someone and just film this, throw it up on YouTube, you know, and hopefully it'll help out some people. And so that's how it started. My first few videos were like me showing how to take apart an Xbox or how to fix a disk drive or something like that. And I actually had no intention of making YouTube videos like at least not to the extent that it is currently at. It was more just I'm making a couple of videos, but basically, you know, I got a couple of comments from people just saying thank you very much. That really helped, or you know, you you whatever, you know, something along those lines. And it kind of got me hyped, and I kept doing more and more tutorials. And um, I mean, shoot, one thing led to another, and you know, that's where it basically took me through. I went from doing a couple of videos to I tried every single thing I could think of that might be needed, I tried to make a video on for the Xbox pretty much is what it came down to in the end. <laughs> yeah, so. I uh, actually, my I think my most random video I've made was how to make a tissue box 360. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even seen that. That sounds funny. It's it's buried somewhere on my channel. I know it's still public. Yeah, no, I actually, uh, <laughs> you want me to admit something that I have not admitted like on this channel at all? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, this, this will be, I guess, a mod chat exclusive. Uh, yeah, so my very first 360, um, I wanted to do a video of me, like, opening it up completely, like, taking off the X clamps, cleaning it and all that stuff, and I did it at, like, 3 in the morning. And this 360, my very first system, right, it, it did Red Ring at one point, then I sent it to Microsoft, and, you know, they gave me a new one. But I got the Elite when it first came out. Do you remember what, how much they were? I want to say 300 sounds right. No. Less? 480 no kidding what for for the elite when it first what? dropped god that's yeah. it's wow okay and if you think of it that was a zephyr motherboard this is back in 2007 so i got that and then i had to pay tax and the extended warranty i got i paid like 550 for this thing right jeez yeah i, I was doing this video right and i flexed the motherboard like 20 times i killed the thing no <laughs> Oh god. That's... That is that is still that's like oh, one of my... my I'm so mad about that. Like still to this day. Like I've had systems that are so much better and I've you know had tons of other consoles that aren't Microsoft, but I'm like, the I killed I yeah. killed my most expensive yeah. and my original Xbox. God dude. <laughs> I killed it that on camera though, so I, I did it for you all. That sucks, dude. That's I, yeah. I, I can see how it, it's not even it's not even really the Xbox. It's the principle behind it all, dude. You know? Exactly. Like that, that really blows. Like right God. now, I mean, my main system is a uh, dual NAND RJTAG big block Jasper system, and I'm like, still, you know, I honestly think I would trade it off for that Zephyr. If you could, if you could bring it back to life, I still have it. Actually, I've tried every single thing on that thing, and it is it is dead. It's de it is deader than dead. Like I can't what? get it. Is it is it just not powering on anymore? Or what's it what's it doing? Is it red ring? Every or? single type of red ring possible. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I actually think that system I, I did use in a video a while ago. It was like how to make a bad tutorial, and I ended up throwing it in the snow. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that I believe I have seen that one. Then. <laughs> that's funny, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's my embarrassment. 
<laughs> Random dude, but I had a video a long time ago. Did you ever see my Red Wing of Death cat enclosure? <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that a few weeks ago. Actually, that was so cute. And I was gonna say, no, I wanted to do that except with guinea pigs. Oh, that would that would have been equally if not cooler because guinea pigs are very like not everyone has a guinea pig. A lot of people have cats. <laughs> exactly. Like, no. What happened was because for a while I had a bunch of Xboxes, and some people were telling me they're just like, no, that would be a waste of money. I'm like, listen, I get these Xboxes for like five dollars or free. Yeah. So no. I'm just going to take apart, like, 20 Xboxes and build a build, like, a big, like, playpen enclosure and then put, like, five guinea pigs in there. That's awesome. <laughs> you should still do it. I mean, no one take that. That's copyrighted by Mr. Mario 2015. <laughs> 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 yeah. Do you see, like, next viral video, <laughs> guinea pig enclosure? Oh, my oh, God. My, I need to do it with, like, Xbox Ones, though. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be more. Well, Jesus, that's expensive. <laughs> that's why I need to do it with Xbox yeah, Ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I need to show these people out here that I'm stunting. Yeah, I guess so, dude. And then you find out that they're all the, the uh, floor models that are just basically plastic with nothing, no internal components. I'm just like, wait, I just paid 600 <laughs> I, I'm done. I'm done with YouTube. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm broke. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny, man. Oh, man. Anyways, I mean, with all that, that's all, you know, the great talk. And this is what we're going to be expecting with Mod Chat here. Because it's just going to be, you know, real laid back and casual. We're even expecting, you know, we'll invite other people on, things like that. But we were kind of wanting to talk about, you know, of course, we keep talking about the Xbox modding scene and all that. And as I said, you know, Daniel and I, we've both talked about, you know, our come-ups with the scene and all that. We're both very thankful for, you know, everyone that's gotten us to this point. But with that, you know, we wanted to talk about kind of the state of the modding scene right now and what we think of it, you know, compared to what's been happening in the past, like when we first started seeing, you know, mods and everything. Yeah, well, I mean, basically, I don't know if you want to get into the rant side of it. I've got definitely a few things I'd like to say on kind of what what's, I guess, I don't know, not disappointed me, but just really bummed me out with it all. And it's the main thing is this for me. It's that when I, when I was in the prime of doing the Xbox stuff, it seemed like there was something coming out every other day. And I, I don't even just mean, like, new discoveries. I mean, there was software things coming out, you know, updates to, like, um... Oh, my brain farts right now. What is it? The custom dash. Not dash launch. Uh, free, uh, freestyle free dash. Freestyle dash. Yeah, gosh, there we go. Uh, you know, just different updates and things like that. All these different skins being constantly made. I mean, there was just one thing after another, back to back to back, and it was, it was really exciting for me. And then they had um, brain farting again, but uh, the uh, the online service for... Um, Excellent Kai. There we go. Yeah, you know, Xlink, there was all these different, like, basically innovative ideas and things coming out, and so I was really excited. It was fun to make videos on. There was, you know, a lot of cool stuff, and then, you know, all of a sudden, it just, it stunted. I feel like it stunted heavily, and I, I mean, I, I understand that 360s are last gen now, and I understand that, you know, the one is here, and, and, and all that good stuff, but it's just like, it just seems like it all very much so went from innovative ideas to just Call of Duty lobbies. hundred. I mean, which, again, I was fascinated by JTAGs originally because of Call of Duty lobbies. I got into one and got, like, raped by a guy that was in God <laughs> mode and, you know, unlimited noob tubes. And so don't get me wrong, I, I don't hate on that aspect of it. I just am very disappointed that that became basically the only focal point at this point. And, um... It, uh, it was just I don't know, man. It was so much more exciting too for me when 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 exploits weren't on every single console. You know, when it was like a rarity to have a JTAG, and I, I, I it's even more shocking to me really that how how readily available an exploited console is, and how to me 
how there's no one that's really working on big projects. And I, I, I just, I don't know, man. That's, I'll, I'll leave it at that for right now. Well, I mean, honestly, what all is there to work on? Because it seems so tapped out. But, I mean, one one big thing I want to talk about, which I, I, I kind of ran this idea by you before we started this. And I was saying, no, it's a little bit of a controversial thing, but I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, one big thing is honestly the community. Like, there's kind of two parts I want to say with this. One, it's a lot like we're coming full circle. Pretty much what happened, you know, when the 360 originally came out, the Xbox, the original Xbox, was modded to hell and back. It was super easy to get an action replay, to install over your soft mod files, to exploit the system, then to, you know, mod up a bunch of Halo 2 maps and go online with them. Uh, while as, you know, same thing's going on now. The, the new gen is out, so the old gen is completely hacked up. Uh, but it's it's so much worse this time around just because, you know, there's so many more consoles that are sold. There's more people in the world. There's more people that are doing this. Uh, but even with that, I, I'm i one of those people. See, I've been doing stuff like this since I was like 11 or 12. And I really don't want to say, you know, age makes a difference. But age really does make a difference. You know, your maturity level, just the way your brain works, things like that. Like there's things, you know, you laughed at when you're 12 that, you know, 10 years later you look at you're like, I was stupid for doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, I mean, one big thing with it is I was telling Daniel here, I said, in my opinion, uh, as some people might know who follow my channel, I've been getting vested into the 3DS scene. And before the Xbox 360 scene, I was vested in the PSP modding scene. So I've always been in modding scenes here and there for consoles. Now, what's going on with the 3DS scene, for example, uh, there's a lot of, I mean, the floodgates have really opened because right now there's a new exploit that works on, you know, newer systems, things like that. But one thing that was nice before was that there was a huge barrier to entry in the scene before. And when there was that barrier to entry, uh, it was better, you know, in any scene. Like, for example, the Xbox 360 scene, not that many people knew how to modify their systems. Not that many people knew, you know, all these challenges that were available, things like that. Nobody really knew how to take a JTAG online for years properly. While as with the, uh, like right now going on with the Xbox 360 versus 3DS scene, the Xbox 360, you can go and get a really cheap JTAG somewhere that's about to red rig in six hours for like, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks maybe. It'll probably be like a really bad Xenon or something, but, you know, so be it. You get that, and then you buy, you know, XBLSE. You you get that for free. You copy and paste some files onto your system, and all of a sudden, like, you're elite hacker. And then you're probably, you know, like 11, 12 at this point. So you think you know you're some hot stuff and all that. And then the problem is these people just have, like, the illusions of being these big hackers and modders and everything, and they want to just, you know, mod all the things, and then it just ruins it for everyone else, and then modders start hating each other and all that well as you know like the 3ds what was happening for a while there was a huge barrier to entry uh you had to get a 3ds that hadn't been updated in a few years and then you had to pay about you know 70 80 dollars maybe 100 dollars for a flash cart and you had to learn to do all this stuff on your own and everyone there was level-headed uh because you know they had to have some money to you know get to where they were and everything and people knew what they were doing yeah i i definitely can agree with that and uh, just because it's so readily available, it's funny because it went from really exciting, like, oh my god, they can, these can be hacked now too, sweet, you know, I could do different ones and the different exploits, but then, you know, they've got so many of them now that it's not nearly as exciting, and like you said, the value is depreciated, and I was just telling you earlier that, I mean, when I used to have my Xenon JTAGs, um, they would go, you know, for like 300 bucks or something like that, I mean, they were the value was there, and then, because obviously at that point, they were 
to have a modded or hacked Xbox was something to be like excited about. It was, I mean, I don't want to say it was as rare as like seeing a dinosaur or nothing like that, but it was pretty, <laughs> you know, it was like, I mean, it was pretty, you know, uncommon thing to have. You had to find one that was still, you know, I believe below the 7371 dash that hadn't been patched yet. And, you know, it was something. And then once, once they were all able to, I mean, it just became not a matter of, oh, wow, cool, you have one. Or like, you know, what it was, it was more like, oh, just, what kind is it or what kind of, you know, what exploit did you use? Or I don't know. It just, it, it all changed. And back to what you were saying about the whole, like, you know, the kids that think they're hacksaws and stuff like that. It's not, you know, and I know you're not saying this either. It's not even about a kid having, you know, like a 12 year old, or 13 year old or something like that, having a hack Xbox. That's, that's fine. Like I'm not, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's, dude, I, I was that 11, 12, 13 exactly. year old. It's, it's the certain type of, of, of a 12 year old, 13 year old, 11 year old, whatever that basically, thinks they're big and bad because they have one of these Xboxes. There's nothing wrong, you know, again, if you're young, we can't, I'm not, not going to summarize everyone, but there's definitely, I get them all the time, people spamming me on my channel, people messaging me on, like, even, I even get it on my uh, PS4, it's just messaging, messaging, messaging me. I had I had one kid that basically was, like, uh, just spamming all my social media about, you know, JTAG this, JTAG that, and can you, <laughs> can you JTAG this for me? And I'm just like, man, I, it's... It's 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 kind of I mean it's annoying and again it's like if you've got if you've got your 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 hacked Xbox and you're doing your thing that that's fine and all but if, you know when you think when, when it, I don't know it's just it's almost like a power thing like being able to control it all you know basically that that at a young age I think you just it makes you feel like you're big and bad kind of it in a sense I don't know if that yeah. really makes sense but that's just how I can see it. it's like. You know, to their friends, like, oh wow, like you know, we're gonna derank you, or I don't know, man. It just mm-hmm. uh, honestly, know. what I want to say, I think really what ruined the scene for me when I saw it start crumbling down was when uh, Xbox Live Stealth came out because then that happened and people could pay to take their JTAGs online. But then even after that, you know, all the clone services came out and it just became it became cheaper and cheaper to get a 360. It became cheaper and cheaper to, you know, get on a service, anything like that. So uh, that was a big downfall. And really, everyone buys them for Call of Duty now. That's yeah. it. Like, they yeah. don't even realize, you know, all the cool stuff you could do where you could boot into Zell and play in 64 games. You could have, you know, crazy custom dashboards. You could do a bunch of other type of things. You can develop on these systems you can convert them over to dev kits like people don't realize the cool things you do with these systems they just want to get a system and take it online which i mean you and i both fondly remember you know for like two years almost nobody could really take a jtag online and i could probably count on one hand the people who could take jtags online and they weren't going to tell anyone how to do it and it was actually when that first happened it was like a bummer for me at the beginning but then i actually really liked it i didn't care it wasn't like oh no it was like that's you know, people were having to figure out other things to do with them, which was good. That was a good thing for the scene, basically. And for me, there's there's three things that I wish had ha- <clears throat> had happened for the uh, for the scene. One, I wish that they had made a better port of Linux. That I wish they had kind of worked on a better port of Linux that was able to run. I know that they had that one, and I've actually I made a video on it and I booted it. But I just wish that they had somehow made it where it was really, I don't know, just just a little bit better of a version because I've used that version and it's it's pretty. Pretty slow. I don't know if you have you ever used the Linux like the uh, free. The, I mean, not the free boot, but the like Linux 360 for No, I, I've wanted to actually. I now I now that you're talking about it, I just remember that that was a thing. I learned yeah. about it a few months ago actually. 
Yeah, I, I had I had used it just a little bit. I plugged it like my USB mouse and keyboard, and it, it worked. Don't get me wrong. I just wish that more had been done with it. If that if if there was more to do with it, I just feel like they could have made a better version. Not that's not saying I'm unthankful for that version because it's cool that they did that. But at the same time, I, I you know wish that a little a little bit better of a version had come out. Maybe a they gun even more of like a dumbed down version. But that that was one thing. Second thing is um, I wish that XBMC, dude, had been ported to the yes. 360. That yes. would have been huge for me, dude. I mean, I looked, it was on the OG Xbox, and I was looking online hoping... People still get the OG Xbox for XBMC. Can you believe that? Yeah, but I mean, dude, it's a, it's a totally badass thing to have. It you is. Know, it's a the, full-blown media center The OG right Xbox, I mean, you could, you could force it to run at 720p, and even I, maybe uh, if you mod it, you can force it to run at 1080i. Yeah, which which is killer. I mean, which is totally <coughs> phenomenal to have a full blown media player. So that's my second thing. Is I really I was bummed out. I did a lot of digging to see if anyone had ported it, and the team the team completely abandoned the uh, Xbox side of it from everything yep. that I saw and read. So that sucked. And then lastly, dude, I actually wish that um, there had been some people that had basically worked on developing like an like an indie style game, dude, that was only available through you know, running it unsigned like that. Like, if there was just a company or, like, a team of a few people that wanted to develop a game but didn't really want to go through the whole Microsoft developer program, that would have been rad. If you think about it, yeah, I never thought of it. Like, none of those homebrew games really ever came to fruition. And if they are, I'm sure there's some homebrew games out on 360, but, like, nobody really knows about them. Exactly, dude. I'm wishing that the whole... It's just like the the community had come together on like one or two games that were just kind of badass, and we, you know we were all playing it. it just, I just feel like again, like they did a lot. Don't get me wrong, they did, and but there's just there's there's these things that to me would have just made it even more badass, dude. Mm-hmm. If, if these things could have happened, I mean, just picture some kind of cool indie game that that you could only play with other people, their JTAGs and stuff like that, and 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 um. You know, it's actually a fun game. The the developers are really working on on you know improving it and stuff like that based off the community's feel. Dude, that could have been so badass, man. It could have, yeah. I, I mean, I, I want to say here, I want to backtrack a little bit, but uh, do you remember even like a few big things with the scene and all that? Like, uh, at least at one point, you know, you had even said when I brought this up to you earlier that you hadn't heard of this, but uh, the JTAG hack, I mean, they call it JTAG just because it's easy, but it's actually called the SMC hack because you do have to exploit, you know, the SMC on 7371 or below to get that running. Uh, but even before that, people didn't call it the SMC hack for some time when it first came out because a very select few people really knew how to do because nobody really knew how to solder that well. Uh, Nobody knew the tools you need. Nobody had the patience for this either. And uh, the tutorials available were far and few in between and were very technical for what they were. And, you know, prior to this, you could only run unsigned code on a dev kit or, you know, a test kit of some kind. So they had said, you know, people were saying, this is how you can get XB reboots and homebrew and emulators running on a retail system, but it has to be on this dashboard and you have to install this chip and all this other stuff inside of it. Yeah, I actually, again, like I was saying earlier, I I don't, for some reason, I don't know if it's just me and my brain being foggy, I didn't get really into xbox modding until the jtag was a thing i um i didn't even own a 360 in all honesty i uh i had ps3 i was always a sony guy the only reason the only reason i got 360 was because all my buddies had uh in high school had 360s and i wanted to play with uh play along with them and um yeah a little a little bit after that time is basically when i decided to pick one up and then i wanted 
to get a modded one, which at the time wasn't a JTAG, like it was just a flash, is what they call it, you know, modded modded console or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's that's when I started doing some more digging and found out about the JTAG exploit. But that, like I was telling you earlier, the only thing I truly remember was the King Kong exploit, which I don't think was, I don't think it was a full exploit. I think it was just basically a thing that allowed you to run Linux. I could be wrong, but I just, from what I remember, um, I think that you, every time you had to basically put the disk in, let it boot up, and then it would run through like a, kind of like if you jailbreak, uh, from what I remember, like an Android, where it basically runs like the script upward or downward or whatever, and then it would allow you to, Again, I think it was. I think it was just just Linux, though. But I'm sure. I'm sure I'm wrong. That was the mm -hmm. only real big thing that came out of it. Like, I, I mean, you're you're pretty. You're getting close to being spot on with it. But okay. really, it, it could have been a big exploit. The problem is one. It, it came out very early, which that isn't a very big problem. But it was just like another thing was. This is all very new stuff. Like you had to rip over your game, and you had to patch it, and then you had to take out your DVD drive, and you had to flash it, and all this stuff sounds very easy. Like this is stuff I can do within ten minutes now. But this was back in you know two thousand six, two thousand seven, I want to say, and this was uh, this was about rocket science. Yeah. Not nobody really knew how to do this. This was very early on. This was on the Blades dashboard. This wasn't even the NXE dashboard. So this was all very hard stuff to do and it was patched very early on but even with that because it was patched so early on and because of the difficulty of the exploits there was really no big progress that was made on it and the smc hacker the jtag hack that was a more accessible one for some time but it was also more permanent i guess you could say in a way you could actually you know boot up your system and you boot it up and you boot directly into the hack nand yeah, the tools, I would say definitely, again, though, with the King Kong exploit, the tools weren't readily available. I'm almost positive. The, tools that, were already available. Like, dude, there were no tools for this, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm saying, like, I, I have a feeling that, you know, executors, uh, things to dump the NAND, or not dump the NAND, but, you know, flash your drive with and stuff like that, I, I'm pretty sure that wasn't even in existence at that point. Oh, you no. Know? no. It had no, to have no. been some pretty much home homemade, you know, rigged setup, basically. Dude, I would love to know, though, how in the hell the guy decided to use the King Kong game, you know, game and found out basically that there was some sort of a loophole in the game. Like if I could find that guy and just ask him what made you check there, I would that would just I'd be mind blown, dude, mm -hmm. you know? And, and see the funny thing is like because I was in the PSP modding scene for so long, this was a normal thing. There were always exploit games that came out and there were games that had to be used multiple times and even sometimes funny enough there were demos that you could download that you could load an exploit file into them, they would crash your system. So, I was familiar with those game-based exploits. To me, I'm just just like you, though, I don't know how the hell they picked that game in the first and found place. it and all that stuff, but it's genius, and I love it, and I thank everyone that does it. Well, yeah, I mean, look at the 3DS thing with the QR scanning hack thing right now. I mean, it's <laughs> Dude, I, I showed my brother. I was like, come here right now. He follows me to my computer. I have the, the QR code pulled up. Take a picture of it. I'm like, I just hacked my 3DS. He's like, no shit. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I swear, dude. Like, yep. <laughs> I mean... It's just wild, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even with the uh, the latest Gateway update, uh, what it does now is it kind of uses the QR code, but not really. Like, it's kind of similar, but essentially you have to go into your browser, go to this website, and uh, when you go to that website, if you right-click and view the source on it, it has some code which pretty much pushes a buffer overflow onto your 3DS and crashes it, and then it allows you to boot up the Gateway. 
God, it's it's crazy, dude. It's just insane stuff. Man. I know, I know. And dude, this is why I could like I was. I mean, I was a developer for a bit, like not with the three sixteen or anything, but as in like I was a coder, like I was in computer science. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm much better, you know, with my GUIs and all that stuff, and you know, looking at things and explaining yeah. them to people and being, you know, a type of teacher like that and being more of a uh, people person, I guess you can say. Although you know, you could still be a people person, be a coder. But what yeah. I'm trying to say is, I am I am not a good coder. I'm not a talented coder by any means. I have major respect for the people that do it though but i can definitely you know take whatever it is and you know teach it to an average joe if i need yeah. to <laughs> oh that's i mean essentially i feel like we're similar boats you know with that i with my channel things i do is i feel like i try to take things that are seemingly complicated and make them so that way they're not you know i basically chop them down and put them into baby bite spoonfuls and that way you know you you can understand it more so where you know, a lot of the people in the forums have it where it's uh, it's just kind of confusing in text format. You don't have a visual, and you know, it, I don't know. To me, it's easier that way. Um, but, but yeah, basically, when it comes to programming, dude, I've always been really interested in it. I took a class as well. Wish I had paid more attention in that class instead of being on Facebook. I'll tell you that much. But um, <laughs> you know, I really didn't pay attention to you too much, and I really regret it now. However, I will say that um, when I'm done here in in the summertime, I'll be done with my two year finally, and I'm taking a little break from school. One Congratulations, of the things definitely, by the way. Thank you very much. <laughs> Five years in, but thank you very much. You know, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm planning on picking up a book or two and uh, looking more into it. Here's the thing: I know that coding's not really for me. I know I'll never be the way my crazy mind works. There's no way I just can't focus enough on code. But I would like to at least get to the point where I can interpret, edit, and and potentially. Um, you know, create a little bit of code on my own. But the main thing is I want to be able to look at code, analyze it, see why this is doing what, and be able to edit things out of it, you know? Of course. No, no, no. I, I understand that. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah that's think... that's when web dev helps out. Web dev is pretty easy to get into. I mean, if you're doing basic stuff in there and everything, it's probably the more graspable thing. I actually haven't heard of web dev before. Oh, just like web, well, web developing, like oh, making oh, websites, yeah, done, things oh, like yeah, that. I've done, I've done like HTML and CSS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff I know. I'm, 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 I want to do more like, uh, well, I mean, you call it like C is like object-oriented pro- programming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of like what I want to get into, but not again, not too heavily because I'm hardware. I'm more hands-on. I think you are you as well. You know, mm-hmm. like hardware, you can, things you can see and 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 physically touch it and and uh, you know altercate basically. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean with that. Oh man, it's just uh, one thing I was going to ask you though. Uh, you know, you said you also started out with a flashed Xbox 360, as did I, but do you remember that feeling of, like, euphoria you get when you got your ISO and you loaded it into ABGX and you patch it, like, two or three times, and then you burn it off, you wait 45 minutes, and you put it into your disk drive, and it boots up? Uh, like, the first time you ever do that. <laughs> I felt like a gangster is what I felt like. <laughs> you felt like a gangster? <laughs> like a gangster, dude. I was like, this is badass. Like, I mean, it was like maybe like a very geeky, nerdy gangster at that. But, I mean, shit, I I, I just big up. I called, called my brother in again. I mean, a big old smile on my face. Like, check this out. Check this out. Like, <laughs> dude, that was so nice. You all are just freaking out by the exit. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. It's yeah, booting yeah. up. Hey, it was like you fanboying over Little White, but for my Xbox. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
which by the way was hilarious. If you guys haven't seen his new vlog video, please go check it out. That was a funny vlog. Dude. Oh, I mean, thanks, serious, man. Funny at the same time, but <laughs> I was dying when he did that 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 cut scene of you just jumping around your apartment or whatever, man. It's too damn funny. <laughs> well, thank uh, you for the plug, man. I appreciate yeah, it. No worries, man. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what that means you have to do a thing of you jumping around your apartment or your room or anything. When you I, move I, out, you have to do it. I, I, I totally will, dude. I'll, I'll think of a, a very uh, interesting way to do it. But yeah, I, I'll, I'll do something where I make myself look like a like a fool. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, dude. Dude, like the Chief Keef thing, like from his video Love Sosa. Just like do a rap video with a bunch of your friends shirtless. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. It'll see. If it gets taken down and my channel gets banned, and I'm just super upset. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Mario. <laughs> it's like, hey, it wasn't me. I just gave the idea. Yeah. That's and, it. And, oh, man, dude, no. No, no. Oh, oh man. man. I'm trying to think. Anything else I want to add about the scene right now, dude? I I mean, right now, dude, it's just full of, like, Call of Duty kids, all that. And I've actually, I mean, there, there's been some bigger modders I've talked to who have done, you know, really excellent things some really awesome stuff and you know for example like some of them they follow me on twitter and i was already following them i'm like oh my god like this guy so i start you know dming them and i'm not gonna say names but like one of the last people i talked to you know i told him you know it's just like hey you know you did some really awesome work uh it's a shame the scene is how it is now and he was telling me he's like yeah you know because of how people act and all that like that's why i really stopped doing what i was doing because i enjoyed it but it got to the point where it just was not fun you know what, dude? The the biggest thing for me with the people in the modding scene, like the 360 modding scene, and again, this is not everybody. So if you're like, "Hey, dopes are a dick," like, no, I'm not. Not this isn't. I'm not, again, this is. I'm not summarizing everybody. I'm just saying I've seen this more times than not. Is just the goddamn ungratefulness, dude. Yes, the yes, ungratefulness of it all, man. I mean, the people that are just. I mean, think about it. You've got these guys, anyone that's developing anything for the 360 scene, aside from maybe XBLS, because I think in his mind he had money intent was his intent, but anyone else that's developing is is developing to as a hobby, as something to you know fund a fun project, whatever, you know, whatever the reasons are. But and and the just amount of ungratefulness and like instead of appreciating what you're getting, basically wanting more, like more and more and more. It's just what, where is the motivation in that for any developer who, again, is not getting paid and is doing this in his spare time to continue? Why? Why would you? A lot of uh, people I've seen who develop as well, too. Like, there were some people who were just, like, kind of getting annoyed they weren't doing things like this. Like, I, there was one exchange I saw on one forum where, like, pretty much, you know, th somebody was saying they were able to code something. And people were, you know, they're giving them shit. They're like, no, you couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. And this guy's like, well, because they want him to release it. He's like, well why should I release it? What? Another person's going to do it. And even if I do release it, somebody's going to take it and reverse it in reflector. And they're going to take my code and use it for theirs. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure that would happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh you know no, it, I mean? it does happen. Yeah. Somebody yeah. releases something private and then, you know, uh, either it gets leaked out or if somebody releases something public, you know, people will take it and they will reverse it. And then they'll just take that code and use it as quote unquote community code. Yeah. Which isn't cool, dude, especially with the amount of hard work and time that goes into, you know, creating something. But, I, I mean, the, the thing is, I don't feel like there's any way to stop that. It's all, it's, it's sure it's always happened and it's always going to happen, you know, essentially. But it's, it sucks, dude. It really sucks because, like, you, you, it, it's basically just a wall and it's a prevention from people wanting to release their, their, their work, you mm -hmm. know? 
Of course, of course. Yeah, no, I I mean, I kind of want to say this, too. This might get some people mad, but it's like, sometimes, I don't know, when I, like, look look at the scene now and all that, because some people, they want me to do Xbox stuff. It's like, one, I've, um, I've, I've covered everything I want to, but two, it's like, with how it is now, with, you know, everybody just doing, you know, their Call of Duty, their GTA Online stuff, and, you know, just the sheer amount of immaturity there is there and just you know ungratefulness and everything i'm just like you know i'm almost a little bit embarrassed to be a part of this yeah no i I agree i feel like the 360 scene went from like the ogs from the xbox scene you know the og xbox scene like Mm -hmm. all the ogs and then it just got flooded because again because of call call of duty i feel like it got flooded with just a bunch of of uh (laughs) preteens yeah because uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of people I see. It. I, I don't want to do, you know, like a my dick is bigger than yours comparison, things like that. But there's people they try and brag and stuff like that. And it's just like, dude, you copy and paste files. Yeah. Show show me how to open up your Xbox. Show me how to solder a glitch chip and, you know, modify your system. Show yeah. me you writing a script or some code if you know how to do that. Because you taking an ISO and changing some files in it or copy and pasting, you know, a few files to your Xbox's hard drive through Xbox 360 neighborhood does not impress me. No. And, well, the thing is, and again, for everyone listening to this, I know I, that Mr. Mario means it like this. He's not saying that if you're just copying and pasting things that makes you bad he's just saying if you're if you're trying to act like you're on a high horse that you're something like that you are you know again like elite hacks or something like that you're you're not essentially you know mm-hmm. i mean that's all he's saying is that if if you if you want to have bragging rights you, you got to do something that actually takes a little bit more than common i mean something that everyone can do everyone can right click copy paste anyone you know that, that stuff but not everyone is comfortable ripping something apart and soldering things because again you have risks involved and you know again same with like you said with programming that's that's something that takes knowledge you know if if you're car if you're hard coding from scratch you obviously have at least some kind of knowledge on what it is that you're doing yeah well and thank you for that i I appreciate you know the explanation there but even i mean one thing is like one person who he does miss modding i'm not going to say his name but he misses modding and uh he just he hasn't had the time for it or anything like that he needs to get his hardware back up on it because he's trying to come back into it but like i know the guy who he I believe it was either Zombies or World at War. Like, it was either Black Ops or World at War. He figured out how to take, you know, mods online with that. And that was a big development, but nobody knows who he is. Uh, Another thing is, well, at least, you know, like, nobody now. Like, if I say his name, maybe some people might know. But uh, then even another thing is, when he was bored, this guy was ISO modding games. Like, he was, like, ripping open these files and XEX and ISO modding games when he didn't even have a system. That's crazy. Yeah, no, and there there were times like he he would release them without even testing, and they worked. But other times, like I would work with him a little bit, so he would you know send me over the files. He'd be like, okay, load it up on your system, tell me how it works, things like that. And he was telling me he's like, yeah, like people here, like one big thing is for example, like trainers that come out on games. I don't know if you know about this too much, but he said that a lot of people what they do with trainers is they run the XEX through a tool, and they're essentially able to use this GUI-type tool to create the trainer for them, while as he was actually going into the game code, like he was going into the game files or the XCX file, and modifying that itself to create his own things. So basically now there's a shortcut for it, you're saying. Oh, but a mega he, shortcut, yeah. Yeah, but he before had to do the, the digging to actually get to the core of it all. Exactly, and, and, it, hard. and it takes him like a few minutes to do it, it's crazy. Jeez, man, That's, I actually have never heard of you know this like this guy or anything like that. I, I remember 
the first thing I remember with ISO modding was definitely World of War Zombies. I used to have it. I actually still have have that. Um, and I thought it was the most badass thing ever. I'm like, you're telling me if I put this in my retail, and it, I mean, it was just all. Well, I mean, Flash the console, obviously, but you know, essentially retail mm-hmm. aside from that. But uh, retail NAND. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Retail NAND console, and I mean, me and my brother had so much fun with it, dude. I mean, you had, like disco ball fog, and you know, I mean, it was just oh god, it was so tight, and then. Um, they also, I know they had it with GTA. I've seen quite a few ISO things like that, but I didn't, I never really looked into like who came out with that because it was, that was very innovative, you know, in all honesty, it really was. Exactly. You know, the, the funny thing is, honestly, one of the best things I've seen from an ISO mod, I think it was Project X2 for World at War, a 2 or 2.1, something like that. The latest Project X, they ended up ISO modding Flappy Bird into the game. No shit. You can- <laughs> No. Oh, dude, I need to look at that. What? I haven't heard of anything like that, dude. What do you think it's called? Project X2? Project XV2. I think that's what it is. I'm going to take a look at it later and see. That's crazy. (laughs) You just see me later. I'm going to shoot you a Snapchat of me with Flappy Bird in the background of me playing the damn thing. It's like, (laughs) I'm playing Flappy Bird on Call of Duty. Hashtag best day ever. (laughs) Yeah, just watch that. Then you're just like, okay, Danny, here's a problem. I kind of smashed my TV because of Flappy Bird. Oh yeah, <laughs> Flappy Bird's the Antichrist. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! <laughs> but um, yeah, that's that's awesome, man. ISO modding was really really cool. But mm-hmm. you, you, I'm sorry, you said the last thing was uh, basically you said he stopped doing it, and the reason was just because people. I mean, it, essentially, he well, it, it was money issues for him, so he had to get rid of his stuff. Oh, okay. uh, but then it was it, it was a personal thing too because it's just like the scene he was in just got so lazy and so bad that he just like he he was just like I'm done with this, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, occasionally he comes out with something. He's like, oh yeah, hey, I uh, I didn't even test this, but here you go. That's well. That's still cool, though, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, it's really cool, regardless of whether it works or not. Well, hopefully, it works. But uh, all know, of his stuff works. The, yeah, <laughs> that's just, the crazy just, thing. He, yeah, dude, crazy. he's he's naturally gifted, man. It's crazy. That's freaking rad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't know where to start with any of that stuff, dude. In all honesty, I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure someone... he does like ninety percent of his coding drunk. Does he? Yeah. That's even more awesome. I we know. need to get this guy on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk with him. I'll see if he wants to do something. That'd be rad, dude. Yep. Definitely. Uh, anyways, we're clocking in at about 40 minutes now, and we, we've had a good talk here. What do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think we def- for a first, you know, first episode, I'm very, very happy with how it went. I feel like we got a lot of stuff across, and um, it's kind of a good um, starting point for what you guys can expect. We've got, again, a lot of different topics, a lot of random rantness i'm sure will be involved and a lot of uh maybe bad humor on my end but yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun i'm I'm really excited and i'm you know stoked that we have you know done episode one now if you will so exactly episode one of mod chat and hopefully many more to come and we also have several other plans that are in the pipelines right now so uh, 2015 man yeah, we're we're here and we're here to rock it, dude. Definitely. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe we could say something like we're trying to be your favorite modders, favorite modders. <laughs> yeah, some, something along those lines. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds right to me. 
Oh, man. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, we could do our outros and all that now. But, uh, you know, thanks for stopping by, everyone. Uh, Let us know how this is if you came to the end of this. If you have any ideas for what you want us to talk about, we might already have them written down. But, you know, let us know down below in the description if you have any other recommendations, things like that. And if this wasn't the best episode, I mean, it's like anything you do for the first time. It's like sex, for example. Like, it's not (laughs) supposed to be good the first time you do it. Like, you're not supposed to be good at it. But if you are good at it, awesome. Awesome. But like, you know, the second, third time, fourth time, that's when you get better. So, you know, the show will probably just get better. Yeah. Well, anyways, I just want to say again, thank you to all of you for tuning in. Um, I want to say a big thank you again to Mr. Mario for basically um, kind of, you know, we, we've both been talking back and forth about it, but for making this a thing because, you know, anyone could talk about something, but he definitely, um, you know, hit me up on it and said, hey, are you ready? Like, let's do this. And so that's cool having someone that's, you know, really following through on everything that we were talking about um so you know thank you very much for that dude sorry i slept in a little bit later today oh dude um, it's, it's all good don't even worry about it man <laughs> i've been i've been doing my own thing waking up really early and okay so right on yeah well again th- thank you all and then um you know like you said also let us know in the comments down below what you guys think uh, I- i'm pretty sure that you guys are going to be excited for this because we i just i'm sure you get the same but i get all the time a lot of different things you know t- about modding and People wanted to hear more about different things, so this was kind of our way of uh, giving you guys some hopefully good listening over the next, uh, you know, months. Uh, or, you know, I don't know how long it'll go on for. Maybe forever, but forever, no, for a while. Least. <laughs> but uh, anyways, guys, on that note, I will, uh, you know, end, end my part here. So, again, guys, uh, Dopes Owner 930, thank you all for tuning in. And, um, yeah, all right. All right. And hey, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you for listening and watching, everyone. You all be sure to have a good day, night, whatever it is you're from.